Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. This season is all about intentional comfort, and we'll be taking a look at the crossroads of the inspiration, intention, and action that you can take to bring more comfort and joy to your everyday. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Welcome to episode 302 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. In this week's show, I am so honored to be joined for a second time by Marsha Flowers, who is the owner of 5B and Co Candles and the newly launched Little Bee Scents, which she is going to tell us all about in this episode. Marsha, of course, was on last year, just after Thanksgiving, and I invited her on because I love her candles so much. We used to visit her shop when my parents lived in Kansas City, and it was a treat to be able to meet her in person back in the day and to delight in the candles and the business that she had in the tiny town of Weston, Kansas. Since that time, Marsha's gone all online, and she sells her candles there, and she's even launched a brand new business where she sells the scents that she puts into those candles for other people who want to make candles and other people who make soap. It's so cool. So she's coming on to share about both in today's episode. Before we get there, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and give you a very warm welcome. It is always a delight to be here. I am so in love with where the season is headed with intentional comfort. And of course, since we're in the middle of the holiday seasons, happy holidays to you. And this is all about comfort and joy as inspired by that song too. So I feel like the holidays were really the inspiration for the entire season. If you're new here and you want to find out more about the show and listen to 301 past episodes, you can find everything you need to know over at my website, which is jumpstartyourjoy.com. And while you're there, you can find the episode notes for this, or you can find them in your podcasting app. In those episode notes, you will find all of the links over to Marsha's two businesses. She also posts a lot on Instagram, so I'll give you that link as well. And uh, a reference back to our original episode too. And this is also a really fun fact is Marsha is one of the people whose stories I share and talk about in my book, which came out this year. It's called Jumpstart Your Joy, Heart-Centered Ways to Find Joy in the Messy Middle. And I talk about Marsha and I talk about Fred LeBlanc of Cowboy Mouth in my book. So it's a lot of fun to have her back after having her be a part of my journey too for the last few years. But that's all over at the website, jumpstartyourjoy.com. You can find the show notes, you can find the book, and uh, you can also sign up for my newsletter over there where I share some joyful things every week and a little reminder that there's a new episode up. So I can't wait to have Marsha on. This In this episode, we are talking about her new business, how she's done some white labeling of her scents for a local company, which I think are super interesting ideas for you if you're an entrepreneur and you're wondering like, oh, okay, I've been doing this thing for a while. What else can I do with the business that I have? And I love that Marsha is so creative. I also love that she's talking about how it's so meaningful to her to be a mentor of sorts, knowing that her own story and the the way that she discovered candle making was filled with kind of mentors and people sharing what they knew and giving her knowledge that helped her up her game all along the way. It's really beautiful to see that now she's creating things that are also helping the entire community with the sense that she does and how she gives people advice and help. It's just really beautiful. And I also love what she has to say about intentional comfort. So I can't wait to share the conversation. Welcome to the show, Marsha Flowers. Thank you. It's great to be here. So it's been about a year since you were on the show because last year we were talking 
about Thanksgiving and traditions. Yeah. And yeah. so how has joy showed up for you in the last year or so since we last talked? I think the biggest thing for me is getting able to get out and actually, you know, my husband and I just said, we are going to force ourselves to take little road trips mm -hmm. every weekend. Not every, but when we can. We're going to get out. We're going to drive to whatever little town we want to go to. We've been, we've done the touristy thing. We did Branson and I absolutely love Manhattan, Kansas. They have a place called Taco Lucha that has the best tacos in Manhattan, Kansas and mango margaritas. And we just ventured out and you tend to appreciate it a little bit more when you couldn't, right? Yeah, right? for sure. So. For sure. Well, and I think there's something about the freedom that came with knowing that we could leave and like other people, seeing other people out and getting back into things that we used to do that felt really joyful. And like, there was a lot of comfort in knowing, oh yeah, I can go back to this place. I can see people I knew and know. Yeah. And we maybe took it for granted before COVID where now I'm just highly keenly aware. I think it made us all appreciate it a little bit more. Although I'm a homebody and I got to say, I'd I didn't mind shut down at all. You know, yeah. I was just, because I am, I'm totally a homebody. And it's like, I, I couldn't have done it by myself. I think I would have gotten a little crazy that way, but it was, there was a lot of memories in that. A lot of memories. Jack and I decided during COVID that part of our weekend trip thing, we were only going to buy local produce and beef and meat. And we drove to a little town outside of Lawrence, but we went, we were in Lawrence at the height of the shutdown shouldn't have been out shouldn't have, but we did and just to see lawrence kansas with no people none yeah none and we bought a mastery that looked like it was just destitute one of the bars was selling gin and tonics for 25 dollars each it was I'll, that is seared in my memory that's going to be the one thing i totally remember is just no people you know and the animals love in life the dolphins that showed back up in the canals and the turtles that could lay eggs and I feel like we should all shut down one month a year. That would be really nice. Because I think yeah. it also, it kind of honors some of us who are more introverted and might like to be at right. home. And then it gives us the permission to just, whatever it is, do what we need right. to do too. Yeah. 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 We were talking about it the other day and I don't think if we had to shut down again, I don't think anybody would follow the rules. I don't think it happened. Yeah. Like we did last time. So. Well, and I, that's amazing, too, because like I think about here in California that we were just literally shut down, no one going anywhere for quite some time. And it's amazing yeah. how many people were following those rules. I mean, yeah, talking to a neighbor yesterday about it, like, I think that's one of the things that that helped a lot. But yeah, it, tra truly strange that that was something that we actually did. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. So obviously, if people have listened to our last interview, which I will also link up to, you own a candle making business, but you've also done some highly interesting things in with that business in the last year. Will you share what's going on? So one thing I noticed during, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say COVID one more time. I'm not going to say the word anymore. COVID. One thing I noticed during COVID is everybody started doing craft like home arts and craftsy things. And, and I was still selling candles online. Everything was fine, but I thought I have always wanted, always wanted for about seven years to start a candle supply company. So I have a candle supply company and soaps, anything fragrance that you want to use a company called little B and my little logo is this little B and it's just little B scent. And it's taken off like 
I can't believe. And literally what I did is I joined some candle making groups and Mm. said, hey, you guys might want to try Little B Sense. Candle maker with 29 years experience and, you know, you might want to check them out. And just the nicest, kindest people I've ever met in my life who are total strangers, but we share the same thing that we love to make candles. And now I want to make soaps because they all make soaps too. And I feel like I'm inadequate. And and here's what's really cool. They send it to me like, okay, so I got this box today in the mail and this gal makes bath bombs. These are little bath bombs and it's scented with witchy woman. I almost have to pinch myself that they do that. I mean, and they're just so kind and I get to, it's kind of surreal. I'm smelling my smell and something that I didn't make. So anyway, it's, I just can't get over. I call them my eyes now. You can have a private page. And uh, one of my friends that helps with the packaging of the, of the oils, the pregnancy oils, writes hokey stuff like how to be you to full day. And we just really play on the bee stuff. We're really hokey. And it's so fun though. It's just so fun. That's so, amazing. Then I have another lady who's writing a book. And it's a fantasy book is with dragons and, and she actually drew a, a map. It's an illustration for her book. And in the middle of it is Little Bee Cove. So I'm in that book and here's what she's doing. She, she's going to put a candle with each chapter you read. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Marsha, that's so creative. And like, who knew? Like just I, you saying yes to maybe people will be interested. Like I've got this thing. I was like, I'll, I've got them anyway. I'll see what happens, you know, and now was there any to, and just the talent. One lady named her, she mixed tart lemon with lime and she's making a candle called Aunt Bethany's Jello Mold from the movie. Just yeah. the talent isn't, one lady's a dog walker. And so she made uh, jar candles named after all the dogs that she walks. And one dog's name is Laverne and they, her nickname is Pumpkin Roll. So she used Pumpkin Roll and the candle is called Laverne's Pumpkin Roll. That is the sweetest. Well, yeah. it is, it's so amazing to see like your gift of creating these scents and offering it to for other people to run with because that may not be their zone of genius or like they're calling it all. And But now that they have the tool, now they're layering on their own gifts and their own vision for that. And how exciting to see it just go the next it's- level. It really is. And the thing, the thing that I'm actually doing is, so let's just take, for example, Mary, did you know that fragrance, the minimum you can buy out of it is 35 pounds to make a row of candles is, you know, not even close to that. And so instead of shelling out six, $700 for a drum of oil, they just get to buy two pounds at a time or one pound or even two ounces, whatever they need. Mm -hmm. And so that's the beauty of all that. Cause I feel like I'm actually financially helping people to a degree that they don't have to outlay so much cash to, to even do something quality. Oh yeah. That's amazing too. And then once they get, they level, yeah. they can buy yeah. more or whatever they need to do. But yeah. well, that is really exciting. I remember you talking about how expensive some of it was uh, last time we spoke. It, and then the shortages. Oh my gosh. The supply chain. So I have one company in particular I work with that it takes on a minimum of six to 12 weeks to get it in. Wow. And most of a lot of them I mix here. So I'll have one half of it and I won't have the other half. And that seems to be happening across the board. Like even Ikea, they'll have some of the pillows for, you know, the outdoor furniture, right. but not the back piece. They have the bottom, not the back. Right. So you're like, well, what? I guess I'll buy what you have and come back. Like, I don't even know what's going on here. Has that pushed you though, to be more creative? Have you made any new sense? Cause you only had half of something. No, I mean, I, I was pretty quick to just say it sold out, 
you know, right. and just yeah. say, but you have 150 others to choose from. But as far as new scents, we have a brome hay now, which smells like the Kansas fields of hay and horses. And I'm naming that away in the manger for Christmas. It's really good. It's really good. Petrichor, which is the smell of the earth after it's rained. I blended that one and we nailed it. Yeah, it's exactly, it, a lot of times you get raindrop and it doesn't smell like, I mean, it smells like flowers or something. And this one smells like earth and wet cement and it's a legit petrichor. You're either going to love it or hate it. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times people, first of all, a lot of people don't know what petrichor means. And then, But the other thing is they're thinking it's more like a raindrop or a shower, fresh smell. And it smells like it just rained outside and you go outside and you smell that rain. I love that smell like so that. much. That sounds delicious. Okay. And then the one I want to talk about this year is Blitzen's Breath. So the reindeer Blitzen. Mm-hmm. We took candy cane and Fraser fur and we mixed it and we added some carrot to it. I know. Cutest. Just a little bit. And that's probably been this season's bestseller on Little Bee. It's been crazy. Blitzen's Breath. Oh, Very Christmassy. Those are all, those all sound amazing. And I love that you keep innovating because I think many places that have anything to do with scent, like you get into those old favorites and then it's probably easy just to be like, yeah, we'll keep mixing that. But I love that you yeah. jump to the next. I mean, there's one I'll never get away with. I have to do cinnamon apple, but I always try to try them in the candle side first to make sure they're a hit before I put them over on the little B side. And there are some, and it's seasonal too. Like right now, I'm not selling a whole bunch of, bunch of Hawaiian ginger lily. It's just not, it's not quite off the shelves, but it's not time for it, you know. And you also have been doing some like white labeling for people, meaning you are making some sense. I know for, is it Boulevard Brewery? And Boulevard, yeah. And some other places. How does that work? Like, how do you get involved? You know, do they reach out to you? You reach out to them? Like, it seems fascinating. We actually, the Boulevard has this amazing swag shop. I mean, it really is very cool. And they have, and the nicest people, legit, the nicest people work for Boulevard. And um, we actually reached out for them to do some, some candles for them. It out with like tank seven, you know, just a basic beer candle. And we pour them in upcycled beer bottles and it's got a cork and all those things. But it's morphed into, they do, they have a new product called a hard seltzer. And, you know, those are delicious and easy to do, too, because it's cherry lime. And But the beers are harder. The beers I had to actually get some hops from a local farmer here. He lived in, outside of, in Tonganoxy. And I sent it to my really, really good fragrance guy. And he did a Chinook hops for me, a Citra hops for me. All the hops smell different. So that's the base. But then we can add the lemon for the lemon ginger rattler. Or we can add, surprisingly enough, there's a real grapefruity olive smell in a lot of beers. Mother's has one that I was, we, my husband and I were sitting at a bar and I was going, this smells like olive branch. Beers are, they're very sensible. They really are, especially the artisan ones. So, yeah. I love that. It's also funny how when you get into something, I, I, I mean, especially because we're both kind of in sensory things, like that's our profession. <laughs> Sound scent, but yeah. like I will find myself will be listening to you know or watching TV, especially animated classics, and I'll be like, "Do you know who that is?" Because I can now pick up people's voices. I, it's just the strangest thing, and I think it's probably just because I'm so I've spent so much time with sound that it's fascinating. That's awesome, yeah. Because I was there going insane trying to figure out who that sounds like. Like I know I see his face, but who is that? Who is that? You know. So that's cool. It's really cool. We'd be funny yeah. out in public. 
what does it smell like? Who is that? I don't know, but he smells like sweat and bullets and you know, an action movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny. Some sort of, yeah, I love it. So this season is all about setting ourselves up for intentional comfort. And I know when we started emailing back and forth, you were like, oh, I have a lot to say about this. So I cannot wait to hear how comfort has shown up for you. I think there's this really interesting tie in with candles being uh, something that comforts so many people, both by the warmth of the flicker and the scent throw. And there's mm-hmm. so much to a candle that's like, oh, it's like a, a hug. Um, well, and it's, it's in every celebration, birthday candles, you know, awake, you have a candle lit. I mean, candles show up lots of different places. So here's what I realized about myself and what I don't love about candle making because I've done it so long. And it's, I don't like the competition. I can't stand it. Yeah. I cannot stand it. It, it, it because I'm competitive by nature. You know what I mean? And I don't like what it turns people into and just people that you feel like you've known for a long time. And just, and so then I thought, okay, well then, okay, you're 58 years old. You've been doing this for 29 years of your life, which is almost your whole life. What do you really like about it? And it was mentoring. I like, you know, helping people grow into whatever they want to grow into. And that's how Little Bee started. And that has been really fun and lots of prayer, lots and lots and lots of prayer because I didn't want to start something that failed miserably. Although it never occurred to me that it would. I've literally had the fragrances anyway. So it just took some soul searching and, and a little bit of reinventing, so to speak, and just saying, okay, I'm always going to do that. I know I'm always going to make candles, always, right? But I feel like when you reach a certain age that it's your time to give back because you've done well, right? Yeah. And so you turn into a mentor and I love that. I got a call last night of a gal that was saying, I've got the wrong wick. I know I've got the wrong wick. What am I, you know, and I was going to, you know, say, okay, you've got the wrong wick. Let's get a different wick, you know? And so just things like that, that has been really fun, really enjoyable. Yeah. I, and I really like that you noticed and took to heart what you didn't like about it, but then let that lead you to some, to some place that felt a lot better about your business and mm-hmm. probably throughout your life of knowing you're not you're not in the game where it feels really competitive, but you're in a place where you're like, this. no, this is the piece that I'm meant to do. Because I for sure feel that about in my own industry. Like I know a lot of the people that do the same thing that I do and I don't like feeling like I have to compete against them. And so it's really nice that so many of us have come together and like now we refer to each other and like, or, you know, like refer clients and we, we help each other. And that's where I want to be. And I don't want to be in this place where it's just a churn and burn either. There's a lot of people that are oh. like, whatever the fast version is of your business. It, yeah. You know, the, um, how many likes did that get? And it's, a lot of it isn't real. A lot of it is just, okay, that's not even real. Some of that competition, it's just more necessary or necessary in my opinion. There's yeah. plenty to go around. So I, and actually I need to thank my husband for that because he's the one that said, you need to write down what you like and what you don't like. And then you need to decide what you want to do. You know, that's his army talk, army speak to get the facts. So I did. Yeah. And that's where we ended up. But it layers it so well with the other less tangible side of things, which is, yeah, we, we know what's working and, and what's not. But then like, how do we make that into a place that we really want to spend our time as entrepreneurs, that's a really beautiful question to consider as well. Because I think a lot of us have gotten to that point during the pandemic of, I no longer want to put up with this thing, whatever this thing is. It's, it's too painful. It's driving me crazy. It's 
it just doesn't make me feel good. And so then, but how do we pivot away from that and into something else that feels better and more comforting? Well, and I was able during the transition thing to add another emotion. So I always like to put things in that happy, mad, sad, or glad. How are you feeling? How do you feel about that? Are you happy, mad, sad, or glad? And I was able to add another and that was ooh, just ooh. That whole thing just made me feel ooh, you know, not mad, yeah. not sad, just ooh. And I don't want to do that anymore. So now I have happy, sad, mad, or glad, ooh. I like that a lot. Because it really, it's, it's a bucket of kind of indescribable feeling probably. Yeah, but it's, a, it's totally a feeling like in your gut, just in, just, yeah, ew. step away, like no thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm, no. I'm going to layer that in with my own thinking. When is it just yeah. you? Uh, and, yeah. and you don't even try to figure it out, right? Of the <laughs> oohs you don't even figure out. You just go, that's just a ooh, ooh, done. You yeah. Don't even try to figure out why it's a new. Just know that it is. Right. And that, I mean, that even like dips into your body's telling you something. Like there's something right. about this that you just, you already knew was not a fit or whatever. And right. How many turnings my body? I mean, oh, well, I never listened to it. I, now I do. Oh, I never listened to it. So now I definitely do. And, and then the, I mean, it's just, I've already said it, but don't try to figure it out. Just know that it is. Yeah. I think there's there's so much great permission in that where you're like, no, I don't even have to spend another minute. I'm just going right. to trust that there's something here right. I'm not supposed to be doing. I think you also mentioned in that email something about surrender. Is there something about surrender that's come up for you in the last year? I, I had to let go of some, some relationships I've had in business and bought it tooth and nail. Oh, tooth and nail. And then from there just went, well, I'm supposed to let go of this. I'm supposed to do move on to something else, which is when little B came to fruition. And it never would have if I had held tight. Never. Never would have came to. And so the surrender, I guess, is just knowing when to to let go. Yeah, that's a tough one though. Especially when it's a habit that you've had for years, you know. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. Or it involves some, in some way, if there's some sentimental attachment to it where you're like, mm-hmm. but I really like the person involved or I really like mm-hmm. some of the habit involved. And it's so hard to just say, I'm done. But the thing that I love that you said too, is that it without letting go of those things, something new would not have been born. Never and I think we're so, happen. yeah, like we're so often we oh. think, oh, no, I got to cling tight, cling tight. But then. It's only when we release, I guess, then our hands are open. We could take the next thing or like accept the next thing. Right. I mean, it, little B would not have happened. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. And so now that it has, I just, man, I, I find it cheap and nail. I'm kicking and screaming. I tend to do that with a lot of things, but the surrender thing is huge for me. I need to work a little. Well, I don't have anything I need to surrender right now. That's nice too. That is nice. Really nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know I'm clinging to fill in the blank too tightly. How do you, how have you surrendered? How, is there something that's, you just have to, I mean, it's almost like forgiveness. It's, you know, I, I used to always say, well, how do you forget? How do you do that? And there's, I can't describe a way to do it. You just do, right? You just decide I forgive you. I forgive you. And the same with surrender. You just say surrender. There's not a step-by-step guide on how to do it. There's just some things you just have to do. Right. And probably they're there at that place where like, I know I need to let go of it. Well, you already know. So give yourself the permission yeah. just to, to just do that because. Right. Yeah. You probably already do know. 
So I loved when when you were talking about community around Little B. It's so interesting because I feel like community has been popping up for people in new ways mm-hmm. throughout the mm-hmm. pandemic. And one of the other recent guests is Amy Bernhardt, and she's uh, she's the owner of Mimi's Little Lovies. They make handmade items for children, babies, and home. And she really found her community and like in it and like grew in new ways during the pandemic. It sounds like in, in Little B you saw it, but how are people craving or how did they come together for community? How have you seen that pop up? Well, just helping each other. I I started Little B in March or April, I guess is when I did. And I have the Facebook page and I have a private group. And these people in the private group are just the biggest encouragers. I mean, they are so encouraging. We had one nut, nut job we had to kick out of the group. But I mean, that's to be expected. But they are legit just so encouraging and they'll share their products they'll share their labels they'll share their recipes you know or which scents they like (laughs) it's just a great group I mean now I'm almost to the point where do I want to grow or do I know do I just want to leave this perfect oasis of perfect people that you know because I mean what are the odds of that ending up I mean I'm little in the fragrance industry I'm I'm not a big wig there's big, big wigs. But part of me is like, I'm just really need to relish in this for a while, this size. I think that's such a challenge because it's that pull of kind of what we we hear as business owners, just like grow, grow, grow. But then I feel like there's a space where it is so nice to feel like I know each of my clients really well, mm-hmm. kind of have a great relationship. Do I mm-hmm. want to grow into something else? Because it is, it is comforting. Like, I think probably for them to know I'm on their team and for me to know that I could go to them with anything and be like, this isn't going to happen today because of X, Y, Z. And they'd be like, oh, okay. So I think there is that interesting space of it noticing that it is so, it's like, in, it is an intentionally beautiful place to be. I have a gal, she's she's in the studio right now. I was sitting on the deck trying to think of everything we needed to do. And I noticed the birds and I, I was like, okay, we had a lot of boxes to fill. I mean, a lot of fragrant fall. And I thought they, t- they do what they do one seat at a time. They take one seat out, fly off one seat out, fly in. And you need to just do that today. Just one box at a time, fill a box, one box at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. Just, and I had some candle orders going out too, but I went down and I was telling one of the gals that helps me that story. And she goes, and you know what? God fills the bird seed. So it's, it all goes, you know what I mean? I mean Technically, I put birdseed in there. But her point was, God's giving you what you need right now, too. You know what I mean? So just, yeah, just enjoy it. Just mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. And I work with someone that comes up with that. It was pretty cool. You want those people yeah. around you for sure. And I think there's something special about intentionally building a business that allows for people to reflect like that and to come to you that are buying from you that like they want mm-hmm. to be, they want to be involved. They want to be cherished. They want to delight Absolutely. in the product. Like, so I don't Absolutely. know. I mean, I think, is it possible for that to get bigger and still be a delight? Probably. Probably. I, yeah. Yeah. You, you just have to keep the, the important stuff first. Right. And the important stuff is when someone calls me about a wick, I can help them and things like, and the, the quality of the product and still be able to make candles. That's the, very important to me that I can still make candles, you know, I don't, I'm not ready to let that go, but yeah. Is there anything else that comes up for you around, I don't know, joy and contentment and and happiness during this season? I don't know what's going to happen with fragrances after the first of the year, 
but this is for candles. This is when you make, you know, the sun is shining and you make hay, you know, it's so as tired as we get, we know that January and February is coming and it'll slow down. It won't be crazy like it is right now. I think the joy is just in appreciating that it's busy and knowing that it won't always be this way and just relishing in it a little bit. So, yeah, I think it is important, especially as all of us come out of the pandemic to kind of take that to heart, too, is it has been really hard for so many of us for a while, but that knowing that everything is has a season, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to stay. It won't stay at this intensity or at this level of anything for long. Like, I think this is one of the few times I can see myself being like, yes, change. The only constant. We cannot wait. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My husband was like the other day, he goes, you have lipstick on. I was like, I had no reason to wear lipstick for the last year and a half or however long it's been because I had a mask on my face and gooey, get really gooey on there, you know, and just just the little things that we can start doing again has been phenomenal. Yeah. So change is, change came. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for sure. And thank you for reflecting on that part about it being season, like things are seasons. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned Blitzen's breath. Is there anything else that you all are pouring for Thanksgiving, for Christmas? Well, there's the standard, you know, for Christmas, I have frosted spruce. We talked about Mary, did you know, glory, the scent of Christ, allopathia and myrrh, which I add baby to for Christmas. So it's baby Jesus. (laughs) Not the adult version of Jesus. (laughs) Right. The adult is at Easter. At Christmas, you get the baby Jesus. So I add baby powder and aloe, cassia, and myrrh from 45.8, and that makes baby Jesus. And, oh, there's just some candy cane, frosted juniper. There's so many. There's so many this time of year. Mm, Such good stuff. And if somebody wants to find you and find your delightful scents, where do do they head? Okay, for the candles, you're going to go to 5B and, so 5B, A-N-D-C-O. 5bnco.com. And then little b is little b sense. I'll link them yeah. both up. Well, and if somebody is like, yeah, I really want to like try my hand at like making candles with your scent. How does somebody get involved? Like, is there a minimum that someone has to buy or? No, no just go to the little b sense. And I think we have about 80 cents right now. And I keep adding more and just pick out what you like and private message me if I can help you. I can't help you so if I don't know how to do so, but I'm going to learn. Yeah. Next time we talk, I'll be making There's going to be a line of soaps. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one gal, she did a live sniff for me on the Facebook page and she takes baking soda and adds a few drops of her fragrance to it. Not a lot. You don't want to make it soupy, just a few drops. And she sprinkles that everywhere. She puts it on her carpets and vacuums it up. She puts it in her laundry. She puts a tablespoon in her laundry. It's baking soda. You know what I mean? She scents her entire house with that easy, easy recipe. Yes. I love that. So I don't even remember what you said last time about a jumpstarting joy, but before you go, what are three ways that you can think of to jumpstart joy in your life, in the world, or in other people's lives? The first one I thought of is now that we're taking off our mask, smile. We haven't seen smiles in so long. And I tried really hard to like make my eyes small. You know what I mean? <laughs> like squid them. Like now I can see everyone's expression, their full expression and try. And I'm just going to make it a point to smile. Just smile at people. 
no matter what, they're going to think I'm nuts, probably. Like, why is she smiling at me? We're buying the macaroni in the store. Why is she smiling at me? But just smile, I think, is going to be the helping people create. We talked a lot about that. That's That brings me a lot of joy. I'm not sure that they feel joy for me, but I hope I'm inspiring. I really do. Really, really do. And and then to, I was able to see how kind strangers are. Legit, I mean, total strangers to send me what they made with my oil, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like Christmas when I got to my mailbox. I'm like, oh my gosh. One lady was is a genius at tea. You know, hand me, she didn't send me anything that she makes the fragrances, but she says, hey, I need you just to have my tea. Delicious tea. So um, there's a lot of people out there that are kind and are talented and are just phenomenal human beings. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Well, and thank you. And I feel like that does tie back. I know from our, our previous conversation and, and knowing you that, that there were people along the way that helped you even, you know, start your business. And that many of the things that you, you talked about there, especially like the kindness and just, and helping others with creativity. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. There, and, and so many things that I don't think people, when someone fills a box with candles, you know what I mean? They, I think about the fried chicken place I was at. <laughs> I had actually that morning said a prayer, Lord, I need a box that's going to hold my my candles, like 12 of them. And, you know, in my little Volvo 240 DL with kids in the back, we went through a drive-thru for chicken and they handed me this box that had a drumstick and a biscuit in it. And it could hold a dozen candles. I mean, everything has so many little stories where it just, it just fell into place. And the same things happened with little B. I mean, so many stories where it's just. Yeah fallen into place and for someone to just take it you know not start at point a but maybe start at point d or e or f they don't they don't have that history of it right they don't yeah. have that gratitude it, it is gratitude but it's more of just a wow that took some well okay so our labels on our little jars we used to have a label that said two ounces one that said four and finally we just went let's put all the ounces on there and underline the one it is so we're not digging through all these labels you know, all those little things that you learn as you go that uh, has been really fun to watch. Yeah. And just staying open and curious about, and my, I know I need mm-hmm. the thing, so I'm going to like, I'm just going to stay open to receive right. whatever it is that's coming because oh, and the answer is there. So many ways next year we'll be doing it differently, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the way, it's, the way it is now, we're taking a 35 pound drum pouring it into a smaller one, then pouring it into a smaller one. And I'm hoping by next year we, we've, Figured out a spigot. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, Marsha, this has been such a treat to have you back on. And thank you so much for all the joy you. you bring and, and all the Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for making me pause and think. Pause and think. Uh, and acknowledge. Acknowledge. I don't know that. I mean, I think I do. I think I stop and acknowledge it periodically. But it's nice to, to have you kind of pull it out. Pull it out. Yeah. So it is very good. It's very good for the soul. Thank you so much for coming on this week, Marsha. It is always such a treat to talk to you. And like I said last time, it's just, it's like the warm fuzzies of remembering the times that we would go to your shop in Weston and get to be visiting my parents in Kansas City. They've since moved back to California. But those were some really special times for me. And thank you. Thank you for making your candles. Thank you for being amazing. And thank you for being on the show. If you want to find out more about Marsha, how to buy those amazing candles, if you buy now, 
there's still time for your candles to get to you before before Christmas, if that's what you're shopping for. You can find all those links over at the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com. And the episode notes for this specific conversation will be at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash episode 302. And be sure and go check out Marsha's shop if you're looking for scents because you make candles or you make soap. LittleBeeScents.com is also amazing. So many treasures there. <laughs> it really gets my mind going. Maybe I want to start making candles, but who knows? And be sure to follow her on Instagram too. It's a lot of fun to see what the shop is making. It's just so cool to be involved. So that's that. And next week on the show. Oh my goodness. I feel like I feel like we're on a roll here. This season is so much fun. I'll be joined by Stacia Savasic, who runs Stacia Style School in the Revel You Shun. And she's also got a brand new thing coming up for the new year about wear your word, which is like, you know, we all come up with these words of the year, but she's offering this brand new program in January where you can sign up and go through this two week course of how you can embody your word in a new way by wearing it. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I have really enjoyed being a part of her course and her classes this last year. So I cannot wait for you to hear this conversation because it's, it, it was fun to have her on last time. It's so much fun to talk about this new stuff with her. So I hope you'll come on back for that conversation. And until then, I hope that your days and your holiday season are filled with so much joy.